0: morning everybody and welcome. My name is Mac. I'm a content strategist at OP Labs. We're building out the best damn scaling solution to Ethereum. And welcome to OP Radio. Today's guest is Lido. Before we allow their representative to introduce himself, I'd like to invite my colleague who's here with me from OP Labs to introduce himself. Tarun, do you want to let the people know who you are?
1: Yeah, sounds good. Hey guys, I'm Tarun. I work on DeFi partnerships at Optimism. Yeah, working on a lot of cool things growing the DeFi ecosystem, have a lot of interesting deployments going on, been working with Lido for some time as well now. So super excited to be talking to you.
0: Awesome. And speaking of Lido, on the Lido side, we have Justin with us. Justin, do you want to do a brief introduction to yourself? Sure, happy to. I am Justin. I am one of the
2: contributors to the Lido DAO business development and partnerships team. I generally cover mainnet DeFi, cross-chain DeFi, and layer2s. It's been my beautiful little pet project for the last couple of months, and I'm really excited to talk to you all about it.
0: Yeah, us as well. So let's get right into it. The way I see this kind of going is, I mean, I maybe ask the more basic questions and kind of guide the conversation. And Tarun, please hop in if you have any additional color to add to the conversation, because I know you're the subject matter expert in these things. So to get it started, maybe for people who haven't heard of Lido, even though you are quite popular, Justin, what is Lido? You got it. So Lido is a liquid
2: staking protocol. Cross-chains, we operate on solutions for five different proof-of-stake networks, Ethereum, Polygon, Solana, Polkadot, and Kusama. We're working on a couple of others as well. And I guess the kind of core product is the ST asset liquid staking solution. So as a user on a proof of stake network, you can provide your layer one network tokens and use all of the really robust node operating and validating infrastructure that Lido's partners provide. So you have a very, very low technical lift to access the rewards for staking your tokens to your network. And then also the added benefit of this liquid staking token that represents the underlying deposited assets that you can then go and take and use in you know, all of the different beautiful DeFi strategies and opportunities that you'd like, or even simply just trade in and out of a position much more easily than if you were to operate your own node, have to pull tokens out, wait for a, a holding period, or in the case of Ethereum, until withdrawals are enabled during the Shanghai hard fork, you can't withdraw them at all. So that's essentially what we do. And I can give a sort of brief breakdown of step-by-step what that looks like for Ethereum if it's necessary, or, you know, we can leave it there and assume now people kind of understand what a staked asset is.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I'd be interested in the step-by-step, but to just sort of to give like this small brain, like very stripped down, simple version For myself, it would be like when you stake ETH, your ETH is staked and there's not much you can do with it. But with Lido, you're able to stake your ETH, but then still have this wrap staked ETH or this wrap staked ETH that you can then do other things in DeFi with. Is that safe to say?
2: That's exactly right. You know, the big difficulty with Ethereum when we were talking about the beacon chain and now in ETH2 for stakers is that when you deposit your ETH into a node, it's There until the Ethereum Foundation goes through the next upgrade of the network and users are able to withdraw. And according to the kind of most up to date timelines, that's likely to happen in spring of next year or somewhere March, April, May, something like that. But for the last two years, I suppose, and for the upcoming months, you don't have that ability to withdraw. And what liquid staking tokens, not just Lidos, but all of the different options that have arisen in the market have allowed a user to do is stake through the provider, but get a receipt token back that, you know, represents that staked ETH position and go and trade it as if it was a a, a normal token. And that's been really, really wonderful for users because it allows you to have the benefits of earning interest on your ETH while also being able to participate in all of the really crazy new things that have been created over the last couple of years since DeFi summer and, and maybe since a little bit before that.
0: Yeah, that was really well put. And just to restate it, yeah, so if I want to stake my ETH, I can do that. And as Justin said, I can be earning interest from that. But then also I can go and experiment and play with all these DeFi protocols with my wrapped staked ETH. So you're kind of getting, you're, you can have your cake and eat it too, in, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's really
2: sad that for, you know, for a lot of people who are contributing a lot to the security of the network and really, you know, by staking for going back, you know, many, many months and even over years, like participating in what is a really positive thing for the network and securing the network, but not being able to, because your tokens are locked into that, participate in all the really cutting edge DeFi things because you just don't have access to your tokens. It's it is sort of a difficult catch-22. And liquid staking tokens have solved that on Ethereum for, gosh, you know, I think Lido's been active for almost two years now. Maybe. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I can definitely see the value in that. Okay. So thank you for that. I think that sets the stage nicely for the rest of the conversation. Let's move on to what. Lido has made a push to Layer 2s and and you're certainly on Optimism now. Let's talk a little bit about how that process has been and maybe some of the current use cases for Lido on Optimism.
2: Sure. So let me give a sort of like brief spiel about what Lido thinks about Layer 2 networks. You know, like many people in the space, we believe that while transaction fees on mainnet are relatively low right now, in the future, we don't know how long it'll be. A if not the majority, a very, very large portion of uh, transaction volume, both from institutions and from you know individual c- users of the network, will migrate to layer two networks. They just offer faster transaction throughput, better f- cost efficiency, lower fees, and in many cases, just have and will cultivate environments for that offer unique sort of DeFi and other, you know, outside of DeFi opportunities for, for users that won't be available on mainnet. And Lido feels really strongly that if we're going to support the growth of Ethereum, which is really important to us, Ethereum is our home, even though we do operate on a multitude of other chains, we need to be there as well. So it's been a really big priority for us to make, especially SDEth, available on layer two networks. And Optimism and Arbitrum were the first two of our sort of LIDO and L2 network expansion cohort. To that end, we've now made RAP Staked ETH. In partnership with the Optimism team, we made RAP Staked ETH available to bridge using the native bridge provided by Optimism. RAP Staked ETH, for those that don't know, is the ERC-20 compliant version of STE. STE, the unwrapped version is a rebasing token and that doesn't play so nicely with bridges, but we can talk about that a little bit later. So you can now transfer WrapSafety ETH from mainnet to Optimism and back again using the native bridge. And now that Teeth is available, we've started promoting the use of it through a liquidity mining campaign using, you know, our LDO governance token to incentivize the bootstrapping of liquidity on DEXs. We've had some partners who are now allowing users to optimize their yield generating opportunities on those DEXs and we have a whole bunch of really cool protocols that are both native to the Optimism ecosystem and multi-chain protocols that we should start see integrating the asset over the next months and building out all the different DeFi money legos so you can eventually hopefully in a couple of months execute any type of DeFi trade or trading strategy that you would on mainnet on optimism. And then from there, the sky's the limit in terms of what kind of new and novel use cases arise.
0: Excellent. I want to go back to, because you mentioned this wrap-staked ETH bridge, and I know that was no small feat, it, and it required a lot of close collaboration between the team at OP Labs and the team at LIDO. So I wonder if you and, and Tarun feel free to jump in here. I'm just
1: curious like how that process was getting that bridge built. Yeah. I guess I can speak from our side first. So first thing was, I think, kind of to Justin's point, we did think about like this integration as like a long-term process being aligned with Ethereum, but also thinking about what RapStickDeeth and Stake Deeth look on on L2s. I think specifically with the wrap staked ETH, there was like a decision making about what the staking process would look like on L2 in the future. And I think there's some exciting stuff there that you know we can dive into too about what staking can look like in the future with all these different chains, but also thinking about like what is the best use case and how can we make like staked ETH and wrap staked ETH like the de facto asset amongst like multiple different DeFi protocols. So definitely with the decision for using wrap staked ETH a kind of a uh, kind of a power user token for DeFi, making integrations easier thinking about how you can create it like sustainably and like have it integrated long term that was kind of the first thing we were thinking about so there's a lot of like design and thought process put into how the bridge would actually work in case we wanted to change the infrastructure later on so that was like one big piece of it when thinking about the integrations is considering the dApps that you'd want to integrate with, as well as how the fundamental infrastructure of how RAPStakeDeath or StakeDeath would work on L2s. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. Justin, do you have anything to add there?
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, working with bridges for Lido is occasionally quite difficult. It's why at this point, we don't generally support multi-chain bridges or cross-chain bridges. So it's important for us when we're working on a partnership with a new network that they have a really robust and secure native bridge something that is trustworthy and performant and that allows us to, and and that they're willing to work with us closely to make sure that our assets are bridgeable in the kind of the right ways so that we maintain the user experience it's really important for Lido that we maintain the fungibility of our tokens so we don't wind up with multiple different versions of it across different chains and then users have to go into swapping contracts you may be familiar doing that with like any swap or you know frax has a great deal of different versions of the frax or fxs token on different networks and you have to swap through it that's something that we try to avoid with if at all possible and optimism Mm -hmm. was really really wonderful about working with us to make the user experience totally seamless and it took a little while definitely these things are difficult but in the end we got to a really great decentralized solution that will allow us to, in the future, build out hopefully the rest of the Lido staking infrastructure on Optimism. That's our real goal in the end, is that eventually when our team has bandwidth or when the need arises, we'll be able to allow users to stake ETH that they have on Optimism directly with Lido rather than having to bridge back to Ethereum mainnet to do it. And in order to do that, we had to build out this bridge together. But everything came together really smoothly. And I think at this point, all the bugs have been ironed out, knock on wood, and users are having a good experience.
0: Yeah, so what I'm hearing is that to sort of set this up for success in the long term, the the stake ETH bridge was really the crucial and necessary first step. And that has been accomplished. And so now these other things can start to be put into place and we can start to see some more use cases for RAPStakeDeath on Optimism. Is that fair to say? 100%. Speaking of which, what, if anything, can users do on Optimism with RAPStakeDeath right now?
2: Definitely. So as of right now, Lido Has isn't deep in the kind of bootstrapping liquidity phase of our kind of go to market plan here. What that means is a lot of protocols require a certain amount of liquidity on chain in order to fully experience the fully use RapState ETH or STE in their protocols. There needs to be enough liquidity for a money market protocol like Aave, for example, to do liquidations in the case of you know the worst happening. So, the first thing that we always need to do is establish enough liquidity for users to effectively trade in and out of wrap state teeth at a certain amount of size. And that's what we've done. So Lido has partnered with four different decentralized exchanges on optimism. We've partnered with Curve, which the rewards finally went live in the month of November. We've partnered with Beethoven X, which is a friendly fork of Balancer and works closely with the Balancer team. We've partnered with Kyber Swap, which is a really fascinating decentralized exchange that I think is kind of starting to have a little bit of a a moment as well, and who we partner with kind of multi-chain as well. And we have partnered with Velodrome, which is, as many people know, a really wonderful kind of homegrown Dex in the Optimism ecosystem and very, very easy to work with as well. And so as of now, you see, let's see exactly how much liquidity we have at this point on optimism across those DEXs. We have, looks like about $20 million of liquidity across those four DEXs, $21 million of liquidity, which is pretty good, and has enabled us now to start kind of pursuing further integrations. A really great one for users who are seeking yield on optimism using Ethereum as the kind of based token of their strategy is you can now LP on any of those bridges, I believe, and auto compound the rewards that you receive through Beefy, who is another protocol that we have you know, partner with across multiple chains. In order to provide yield optimization and that makes it super super easy that's almost a set it and forget it type of situation and if you are interested in what's coming i always kind of recommend to users look in our governance forums the lido governance forums seek out our monthly budgets for our rewards campaign or rewards committee uh And there you can see where we're going to be allocating LDO rewards for the next month. So even if we haven't announced a new partnership or integration, you will see names of protocols that might not already be live. And that's your sort of bit of alpha that you can squeeze out of us at any given time. So if you're all comfortable, I can talk about some of the upcoming integrations, or if you have more questions about trading and decentralized exchanges and all of that, I can answer them now as well.
0: Yeah, I think that would be great. I think I'd love to hear both you and Tarun both discuss maybe what the future of wrap stake teeth on Optimism looks like. Before we move on to future plans, though, I'm wondering, Tarun, do you have any any comments you want to make on on current use cases on Optimism?
1: Yeah, no, actually, I think kind of a segue into the next topic. So, you know, like a lot of the stake teeth users, the allocation comes from a certain set of integrations that we see, right? So we have like the Aave V2 lending pool. We have like the Maker app stake pools. We have Curve and we have Balancer. And I think those are where a lot of the major like allocations come from. And I think I'm very excited about, you know, s- certain integrations that are still to come. But I think Justin, you're about to go into this. I guess when you're kind of talking about the future integrations and what like the total roadmap looks like, I'm also curious like what you're, guess would be in terms of the usage, how much it would look like mainnet and how much would maybe be different on optimism based on your experience and kind of the use cases that you've seen with RapStickD. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. Where, where should I start? I, let me start with what we hope the vision for RAPStateDeath on optimism op, and optimism in general is. You know, Optimism has already proven to be a pretty fertile breeding ground for ecosystem-specific protocols, as well as a easy partner for multi chain protocols to deploy to. You know, Optimism, like I said before, it benefits from higher transaction throughput and lower fees, but it also benefits from all of the security of Ethereum mainnet. And it's a similar enough environment that protocols don't have to do, well, they have to do a bunch of work, but they don't have to do an unreasonable amount of work to deploy their protocol on Optimism. And make it available to users if they built it for mainnet.
0: And thank you, EDM
2: equivalents. Quick, plug thank you, for EDM, EDM equivalents. equivalents. Exactly. So that's already created a pretty unique DeFi environment that we anticipate is only going to grow. And since we've started, you know, working on death on Optimism, we've met with and learned about all of these new protocols that are coming up as well as you know, seeing the growth of, you know, for example, an Aave or a, a Uniswap or a Curve or Balancer in the form of Beethoven. And we hope to see that continue. One of the things that I've noticed personally, and this is my personal opinion, is that currently Layer 2 networks like Optimism have become a really interesting home for futures and options exchanges, derivative exchanges, if, if you will and it's interesting to watch that develop because options specifically have been a product that has been available but hasn't seen huge huge adoption by users but is a really really cr- critical piece of the traditional finance markets and i really believe that as those develop on chain if we move into a new sort of bull market or risk on market scenario that new availability of of cutting edge uh, futures and options exchanges on layer twos is going to really be a big catalyst for that. There are also DEXs that integrate different mechanics that maybe aren't available on mainnet or simply there isn't the opportunity for these DEXs to grow on mainnet because it's already dominated by a couple of established players. And in a younger DeFi environment, there's more of an opportunity for DEXs that have more cutting-edge features to thrive and grab more of the transaction volume on the network. And that will, in turn, allow new protocols that can find interesting use cases for those new DEX features to, to build out something that just can't exist on mainnet. And that's what we're really hoping to both see and also help to happen either by the integration of state which is an interest bearing asset and offers a its own kind of unique benefits, but also through partnerships and co-incentivization. And it's really worth mentioning as well that the Optimism team is itself incredibly heavily supporting the development of all of these new and wonderful DeFi protocols through the OP token grants. And just through, you know, marketing and and developmental and technical support as well right in a way that you simply can't experience on ethereum mainnet because the ethereum foundation doesn't operate in that way it's a totally got a totally different mandate i think they are stewards of the network in a different way so we've been really impressed with the optimism foundation as well
1: yeah definitely yeah just to add to that also yeah i think something that's like been pretty great even from the start of like building from the bridge is the teams have been able to figure out like some long term use cases and we kind of thought about, you know, what what we want to see Rapstake look like on optimism long term. And I think that kind of goes directly into what you're saying about use cases that can exist on L2s today, like optimism, that you know, we didn't see as much traction for, whether it's like perpetual protocol, Lyra and other derivatives exchanges. It's just it's a perfect place to see that kind of growth that is unique to L twos. I guess Kind of a, another follow-up is, can we expect to see some, you know, wrap stake integrations with derivatives protocols and, yeah, on Optimism?
2: Yeah, absolutely. That is exactly the intention. And we should start to see that happen really, really rapidly going forward. Well, let's just go ahead and say it. Lido is currently in the final stages of preparing our proposal for Aave V3 on Optimism to list RAP stake ETH. And we should see that go live in the next couple of days for community comment and eventually voting. We are also working with a variety of other options and futures exchanges on Optimism. We should see, and I suppose we call it lending as well. We might as well talk about that too. So KeyDAO has just recently passed its proposal to list both RAPState ETH and the Curve RAPState ETH, ETH LP token in their lending protocol. So you should, in the next couple of weeks, possibly by the end of next week, be able to take a collateralized debt position against your Wrapstate ETH or your Curve LP and mint die, which will enable users to take on leverage if they so choose or you know unlock the value of their wrapped stake eth while still continuing to earn interest on their underlying asset and that's a really fabulous use case for wrapped eth that's wonderful to be able to hold your interest bearing eth to experience that interest year after year while unlocking the kind of cash value of it for use in trading or looping or or what have you we are also as you you'll see if you look at our governance forum and our rewards budget, like I mentioned, about to launch a partnership with Granary as well, which is a homegrown lending protocol. And we're also working with Perpetual to launch futures contracts for RepStateDeath and to enable the use of RepStateDeath as collateral in in their protocol. And that should also go live this month or this coming month rather in in December.
0: That's very exciting. Yeah, I feel like, Justin, something you touched on that I just want to circle back on is that, you know, their derivatives protocols have been around for a while, but I feel like they haven't really seen their full heyday yet. And with these scaling solutions like Optimism coming online, I really feel like the stars may be aligning for these types of projects and protocols to really shine. I think that's what we're seeing. And it bears
2: mentioning as well that I think the use case or the... The bull case, maybe, for DeFi has never been stronger as we've seen all of these centralized exchanges and crypto enterprises collapsing or being shown to be fraudulent based on like the rehypothecation of user funds or outright stealing of them or just general avarice, right? That's not possible on DeFi. I mean, there are always exploits. And certainly some protocols have rugged, but I think we're seeing less of that as DeFi matures and we see the robustness of DeFi. And as long as it's in a ecosystem that's you know secure and stewarded well, like optimism is, I think the replacement of centralized exchanges and their services is really possible on Ethereum layer twos. And I hope that that's where we head in the next year or so while things kind of settle down we harden ourselves. In some cases, we professionalize and we make these services available to the next million, 10 million, 100 million users.
0: That's a really good point. Yeah. And we also just need to do a good job or a better job of communicating to new users that some of those bad actors you mentioned, that's not really the original intent of crypto or DeFi, right? The whole point is to is to remove that centralized risk so hopefully hopefully that message is getting out and people understand that. That's exactly right. You know, this whole
2: thing is a game of trust. Crypto was invented in order to enable people to interact with each other financially without trust. DeFi has progressed to enable us to have more complex financial interactions without that trust in each other. And over time, you know, we have all put a lot of trust in centralized Exchanges and other entities, right? Not just not to just pick on sexes, but that trust has been in many cases misplaced, right? And the openness of DeFi allows us to not have to have that trust, and hopefully that'll continue to be the case, and um, we'll be able to get the rest of the world to you know kind of engage in this with us.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think like many of us, you know, it is a little the the events of the past few months may have been a little disheartening for many of us in the space. But in a way, you know, in true optimist fashion, looking at the glass half full, it is a great advertisement for decentralized finance and decentralized technology. Precisely. So we'll all keep building in the meantime. Yep. Bears are for building. That's right. Awesome. Okay, well, I feel like we may be winding down here. Tarim, do you have anything else you want to talk about before
1: we close this out? I think one thing that I was thinking about, Justin, based on what you were saying, was like, you know, RavStake's core value proposition is like also to democratize access to ETH. And, you know, we took decentralization seriously when it came to the bridge as well. Yeah, our, I guess like what kind of other efforts can we see in terms of like continuing that mission? across L2s, yeah, when when it comes to kind of maintaining this this level of security and trust, because Mm -hmm. we are taking that also seriously on our side. And I think that's why we've been able to work so well. Yeah, I guess, do you want to expand upon that a little more?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so when we're building this bridge, for example, it's really important to Lido, despite, you know, many people saying that this isn't important to us, that we maintain as decentralized a practice as possible. That's why we have a very long and public roadmap towards further decentralizing Lido by way of bringing on more validators and eventually moving towards a permissionless validator set. But also in, you know, initiatives like building this bridge, it was really important to us that the deployment was decentralized rather than relying upon a handful of key signers, you know, that, everybody will have to trust. So we were able to pull with the support of Ave some contracts that they had built for their multi-chain deployment that allowed sort of a better in keeping with best practices deployment of the bridge contracts. When it comes to operating on-chain, on the network, it's important to us that users have not just one choice, that they're not beholden to trade on just one DEX, but on a variety of DEXs, that they have the option to... Use a large protocol that maybe is multi-chain or a small protocol that's specific to that one network. We don't want to treat anybody as favorites. We want to ensure that a user has optionality. That's like the beauty of DeFi. You have different protocols that you can interact with with different levels of security, risk, their own decentralization. Are their teams anonymous? Are they docs? As a user, you should have that opportunity. To decide for yourself and take the actions that you care for. I don't know what Optimism's roadmap is for decentralization of kind of your team or what have you, but it, I think what I'm getting at is the concept of decentralization isn't just a technical one. It doesn't just mean how is the network being secured, what's the consensus mechanism. It's also a concept that comes to people and organizations and teams. It's why Lido, for example, doesn't have a CEO. You won't see a lot of DeFi protocols that have an executive function because that's not in keeping with the ideals of DeFi. And one of the things that Optimism is uh, moving towards that I I see, at least, is sort of decentralized decision-making process, right, with the increased prioritization of the governance process. That's a, a critical piece of all of this, and we love to see that, and we look forward to participating actively in governance discussions for the optimism ecosystem going forward as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think optimism, definitely we're working towards, you know, decentralizing the sequencer. Like you said, um, mm-hmm. it's not just a technical effort, but also working with the foundation on, you know, trying to create the most robust governance system. We take that very seriously as well. So I think there's this nice synergy between our path towards decentralization, scaling Ethereum's values, and also LIDO's, you know, mission to democratize safety. I think, you know, we've been working towards this for some time now. And at the same time, we've been thinking about how to kind of keep the users engaged and like, what is it at the end of the day that, you know, users want from the user experience while also keeping all these things in mind, the security and foundation. And I think like, yeah, Lido gives a unique use case where, you know, staking yield is sustainable and independent of like even incentivization, which puts us in a a better place and kind of can create more trust organically. So yeah, you know, there's like the whole narrative of seeking real yield in DeFi. And I think having the decentralization aspects of it figured out, as well as having a sustainable source of yield, kind of actually creates that, that perfect flywheel everyone's always talking about. So yeah, super excited for the roadmap ahead.
0: Yeah, just to add on to that, the topic of decentralization is so fascinating. And there is so much entailed with that process, and I think that's probably a topic in and of itself for its own space. It deserves its own its own space. But if you want to learn about some of the steps we've taken, if you go to optimism.mirror.com, Dot xyz you can read articles about say for instance the launch of the optimism collective and some of the initial steps we've taken but it's certainly top of mind for us it's certainly a major priority and there will be a lot more steps that are ongoing and will take place in the future
2: yeah you mind if i plug some links as well no please do all right so well, as i said before our research forum our governance forum is the place to go if you want cutting-edge alpha on what's coming next and when in the Lido world. That's research.lido.fi. Join, contribute, comment, seek out posts, and spread word, you know, because that's what this is all about. We are also updating our FAQs to more in-depth cover Drap Safety on Optimism. You can find that at help.lido.fi. And in the next couple of days, you should see really beautiful, courtesy of our marketing team, updates to those documents that will make it very, very easy for a user with maybe um, that's seeking out you know, step-by-step guides on how to interact with protocols that have integrated RAPStateDeath. That'll be all there for you. And lastly, if you are interested in seeing statistics on... The progress of rapstate Deeth on Optimism, where we're integrated, how all those pools are going, information about trading volumes, anything like that. Our analytics team does a wonderful job of making all of that information available to our community. You can find our dashboards at dune.com slash Lido. There's a RapState Deeth on Optimism dashboard, super comprehensive. And I, I always love to plug that as well.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. And I would just urge any listeners, if if you're somebody who is who understands the value proposition of decentralized technology, definitely check out all the stuff Justin just mentioned and check out Optimism as well, optimism.mirror.xyz. A lot of opportunity and it's just a really cool time to be alive, I think, that anybody can join and participate in these
1: things if they want to. That's right.
0: Awesome. Well, Tarun, do you have anything
1: else to add? nope that's everything for me
0: okay well with that i just want to give a sincere thanks to justin and the whole lido team they've been fantastic partners throughout this whole process and i also want to thank my colleague tarun for joining us today thanks guys thank you both for having us awesome and thanks everybody for tuning in we'll catch you next week hope you have a great rest of your day see you on the internet stay optimistic